0: Welcome to the second, number two episode of uh, Ask a Car Dealer. It's is Joey Little along with uh, Todd Gentry. Todd Gentry, the uh, general sales manager at Gary Crosley Ford in Liberty, Missouri, just outside of uh, Kansas City. And uh, just on a personal note, you just got back from driving a new Bronco down in Texas. I did. I got to tell you, the rest of the, the the guys that work for the sales managers here, they were boohooing over there, man. They were, were boohooing there? they couldn't go. Yeah. Right? So, but you did, so that, enough about that. This is more about the consumers and about buying stuff and doing business with dealerships uh, anywhere in North America. I've been to Canada quite a bit and the dealerships work pretty much the same up there as well. The only place I have been where it's really confused me is dealerships in the UK over in England um, and how it works over there. So one day we might get into that a little bit. Do you have any idea how that process works over there? No, I have no idea the it UK. It would drive you crazy. I'll give you a little bit of a, a tease. Uh, they have to pick the vehicle out and then when they get, uh, it takes 24 hours for financing from their bank to approve it. So every single customer is a back, Every single one of them. It
1: used to be that way, uh, was back it, in the day here too. Was it like, so you had yeah. 24
0: hours to change your mind?
1: Well, I mean, unless you were a cash deal, they didn't have the, uh, you know, the, the internet, Instantaneous, right? yeah, yeah, of
0: being approval. Speaking of financing, the first question, um, coming to you, Todd. From and, and by the way, if you have any kind of questions that you want to ask Todd, you can always reach out uh, to uh, joey at GarycrosleyFord.com. I'll get those uh, questions asked. Um, but these are mostly coming from the internet. First one. Here we go. What does subprime mean? When a customer says when they, they're subprime, they're told that.
1: Right. So you, you've got the prime and subprime, right? So prime would be um, you know, anybody that's, that's got a good credit score with a, uh, with the ability to buy a car, right? The subprime is something we might have to work a little bit harder on. Maybe you've had a past bankruptcy. Um, maybe you've had some medical bills that have came up and dinged your credit. Uh, maybe you've been late on a credit card a few times. Maybe you've been late on your home. Maybe you've had your home payment deferred. I mean, there's all sorts of different things that would make your, um, make you a subprime deal. Right. And, um, those deals are actually some of the funnest ones to work. Why is that? Well, because they're, they're the most challenging, right? And the the amount of uh, appreciation that you get from a lot of these customers, because here's the deal. I mean, I think we've all struggled at some point in, in our life, whether it's financially or not, but um, a lot of us can relate to uh, at some point in our life having to make a decision on what bill to pay, right? And so those people and being able to relate with them and call the bank and get on the customer side to try to get them into a good, reliable vehicle. They can take their family places and get back and forth to work in. Uh, it's just a very, very rewarding part of this job.
0: So getting somebody into a vehicle um, and working that, let me just say you're, you're trying to find them some kind of way to get it financed, right?
1: Right. Not only that, but get it financed in a, in a, in, a, in an ethical way too. So, you know, we don't, we don't like to have a customer come in here and just put them in a car, right? We want to get them a good car with a good warranty and a good interest rate. Right. And there's different parameters that we follow to make sure that we can do those things for the customer.
0: Got you. Um, the next question, I uh, read this online is what is the difference between a regular car dealership and what is called a buy here, pay here car dealership?
1: Uh, it's a great question. And there, there's a huge difference. So most of your buy here, pay here dealerships, they're doing the financing in house. Okay So that means that uh, if you're buying from Jim at Jim's car lot, he's probably the one that's fronting the money for the deal. Um, the downside to that is is there's a ton of downsides. Um, <laughs> so the the biggest downside is your interest rate's going to be insane. Um, uh, on top of that, they're, they generally do not report to the credit bureau. Um, they might require that you make your payments weekly as opposed to monthly. Um, the quality of vehicle isn't typically the same. They're usually cheaper vehicles with higher mileage that don't have warranties or if they do have a warranty, it's something that they're offering you in-house so you have to take it back to that dealership. Yeah. Um, not only that, but I mean, they the, a lot of them get you into these contracts that are nearly impossible to get out of and <clears throat> the reason that we know a lot of this stuff is because we'll have folks come in from those dealerships that have had a car for three or four months and it's broke down two or three times and they're like, Hey, I need to trade out of this car. Well, it's not like trading in a car that you've got a, uh, a, a loan on it from Ford credit where we can call Ford credit and get a payoff. Now we got to call Jim, right? And sorry if your name's Jim, that's no, uh, no, it's, <laughs> but just uh, calling, I have to call Jim and be like, Hey Jim, uh, how much do I need to pay you to satisfy this loan? Uh, so it's a completely different conversation. It's, it's just, um, it's not something you want to do is go to a buy here, pay here, until you have been to a good reputable dealership and, you know, exhausted that option first.
0: Okay. Uh, next question is, uh, how important it's a two-parter, how important is a, uh, a down payment, right? And what should a customer percentage wise think about as a cash or some type of down payment, um, and can the down payment include your, your trade in vehicle?
1: Yes. Um, okay. So three questions. Yeah. It's a three question it? one, right? Well, let's yeah. just, let's talk about so, trade next. Let's okay. just do,
0: let's just do cash right now. Absolutely. How important is it to have a down payment on a, either a used, if you're going to finance a used or a, a new vehicle?
1: It, it's important. Okay. It's not, a, definitely not a have to important and have to are, are different, but, uh, I, In my humble opinion, I I believe that it is important to have a commitment. what,
0: what What is it about that that's important?
1: Well, because I'm going, especially if you're going to finance, right? Obviously, if you're putting cash down, you're going to be financing. So if I walk into a dealership and I have cash down, I'm showing a commitment to the bank. Okay, so whenever the dealership sends in that loan to get approved, the bank automatically knows that I have a commitment to get into this vehicle, right? Because I'm proving it by having X amount of cash down. So that in turn is going to get you a so lower rate, better important. terms.
0: And you get a lower rate. Too. Okay, so that's where it comes in is the importance is a lower rate. And uh, it can also cut your payments down too because you're, you're paying a little bit of the principal right there on the spot, right? Exactly. Okay. And, in,
1: you know, unless you're on a 0% loan, you're paying you're paying interest on whatever you don't put down, whatever you finance you're paying interest on. So the more money you can put down, the less interest you're going to pay over time.
0: Let me put trades to a side for a second. I got one more question about uh, down payments. Um, do you... Recommend well, it was part of that original recommend. What is a good percentage? Let's say I'm gonna buy a vehicle. That's ten thousand dollars and I'm and I'm borrowing ten thousand dollars on it Or I want to do you recommend ten percent down twenty percent down five one? What is a What's a good number to show the banks that when you
1: put twenty percent down the bank knows that you're there to You're there to play, right? Okay um, You don't have to right? It, depending on your credit situation
0: You don't have to but that's just what I recommend is twenty percent uh, so like I said, keeping trades to the side, we're going to get back to that. I got another question on financing is a lot of people are either will get financing before they go into a dealership, like they'll go to their local credit union or through their own bank or, or something like that. Um, or they come in and get credit or financing from from you, from the team at the dealership. Is there a Positive or negative for either one of those, um I know for the dealership uh you get to work the deal better, maybe you can get them a better deal. Is that the the whole reason why it might be better to to do that or what what is the
1: yeah, are you following me here? No, I'm absolutely following you, so you know if you go shop and you get a good interest rate at your bank and you bring that in the recommendation that I would have is just be transparent right? tell the dealership exactly what interest rate you've got so they can go to back we can go to bat and, and try to beat or, um, match that. rate. Oh, at I see least, what you're right. Saying, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, this particular dealership, uh, Gary Crossley Ford, you know, we work with so many different lenders and we do have good relationships with our banks. Typically we can beat that rate that you bring in into us. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a necessarily a bad thing to, to shop the rate.
0: The reason in my personal life, I had a friend that was looking to purchase a new vehicle, a new Ford, and um, they had went to the bank and got a loan for like 1.4, right? And they were pretty excited that they got a 1.4 at their credit union or something. But what they didn't realize is that the, the credit that from the OEM from Ford was at 0% and they would qualify for 0%. So it's almost like one of those, if you don't know, you better ask kind of a thing instead of just try to sneak it in there. You know, you could... Cause don't you, I mean, a lot of people think the dealership's always constantly trying to get over on them. Right. Yes. And that's a, that's a perception that has changed a bit over the years because of transparency with online and all that kind of stuff. But do you see that still a lot to these days that people are hiding things from, from desk and a dealer or whatever here at the, at the dealership?
1: Yes. And of course, one thing I always keep in mind is I'm always going to remember the, th- the things that, uh, that I, you know, don't necessarily like. Right. And that's, A customer withholding information which is fine I I, I understand from some of the experiences that you might have had at other dealerships. Mm -hmm. so but no Joey at the Gary Crossley Ford definitely you know the transparency is the key if you come in and you lay your lay the cards out and you show us what you've got and you've got to work with we can shorten the experience uh, extremely yeah right and we can get you we can just provide you a better service when we have all of the information that we need uh, to help you right so withholding information definitely
0: hurts. I understand it, but it, like a trade. Yeah. Like some customers have been told, you know, don't mention that you have a trade to the to your dealer until you're right there on the spot. getting ready to sign the papers. And then you just, oh, hey, listen, I got a trade because they worry that money is going to be taken from Peter to pay Paul or something like that in the deal. And if they hold off on the trade, they're going to get more money on their trade.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that's, I I can empathize with the customer on that completely. Okay. Uh, It makes sense. I understand why someone would want to do that. However, a trade is worth what the trade is worth, right? There's, there's, it's, it's only worth so much money. Mm -hmm. And I know, and we know at Gary Crossley Ford, that if we don't give you the number that that vehicle is worth, you're going to know it. There's so many different tools out there for a consumer right now right. that you, you have a pretty good idea like of Kelly what your Blue Book,
0: AccuTrade, yeah. uh, what is there, NADA, um, True Car, yeah. you know, even, the, okay, I got There's it. There's several, you know,
1: so you know what, the, you have a decent idea what the car's worth. If I don't give you a number that I can stand behind and explain to you as a customer, you're going to go somewhere else and buy a car and I don't want that to happen.
0: I got you. That makes a lot of sense. So don't, so be more transparent. Yeah. This is something that uh, kind of blew me away uh, before I got into the industry, automotive industry, and I had no clue, and I think this is something that consumers need to know, especially when it comes to a franchise dealership, and we're gonna use Ford, because that's what we know, is that um, a dealership does not make a ton of money on selling a new vehicle from basically the OEM, the original equipment manufacturer, like Ford Motor Company, or Toyota, or anything like that they don't. And the salesperson that's selling you that, that brand new vehicle is not making a ton of money. Um, so why is it that it, first of all, is that true? Second of all, um, how does the dealership get compensated for, for selling, uh, for not making a lot of money on, uh, on brand new vehicles? So that's, that's an interesting question, Joey. Is it, um, is it secret or you're not supposed to put no, that No, It's, there? it's, not, it's, it's not always not been secret. Curious. I could it blew me away to find out that I bought a brand new um F-150 like six years ago. Yeah. And my salesperson made like 150 bucks on it. Uh-huh. I thought, and I and I asked every single person around me at that time, how much do you think a a, a salesperson makes on a brand new, you know, F one fifty? And they were like, I don't know, twenty percent, fifteen percent, ten percent. I was like, no, I'm at 150 bucks.
1: So everywhere you go, Joey, and I want to be transparent in this, right? Yeah. That's why I think that this Creates value. Um, the The commission structure uh, at a dealership is going to change from dealership to dealership to dealership. So what a what a salesperson is going to make when they sell you a new Ford or Toyota or whatever it is, I can't tell you without knowing what the structure of the the yeah. pay plan is. But um, you know, we do make a fair amount, um, and by fair amount, I don't mean a lot of money. But what I feel is is, is fair. Yeah, on but a, it's on nothing a new truck,
0: compared what a consumer kind of would think that the dealership no, makes.
1: No, it's nothing. No, no, absolutely not. Because um, you know, we, we experienced that too. Cause we do have a lot of transparent customers that come in here and they're like, Oh, well, you're, you're probably making this on that. It's like, well, no, not even close <laughs> right, to that. However, right. uh, but you know, it's the opportunity that we get to sell a car to a customer, right? So it's not necessarily about that car deal, Joey. It's about giving that customer an experience that they're so satisfied with that they're going to go home and they're going to tell their friends and their family. So then they come back and then their friends come back and then their friends, friends come back and then their friends, family comes right. back. You know what I mean? That's the perfect world. isn't it? yeah, that's the perfect world. And that's what we have to do is we have to step up right for the customer. So we we can get that. So yes, we don't make a ton of money on a new car deal. That's that would be absolutely correct. However, it's the ability to sell more to our current customers and referrals, gotcha. right? So that's that's where it's at in, in my head is, uh, you might not buy a car from me today, but I'm gonna make sure that I do everything I can to, to earn earn the ability to sell you a car at a later date and right. then sell your friends and your family um, and, and just build that huge book of business. Because guess what, you're probably gonna service them here uh, you're probably if you ever get into a fender bender, you're probably going to come visit our body shop. Right. So I can provide an experience for you even after the sale. And um, that's the importance of it.
0: Getting over to trades. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talked in the last episode of the podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back to listen to the episode one where we talked a little bit about why people get a little uh, been out of shape because they don't get as much money for their trade as they thought they were supposed to get. Um, they thought it was worth much more, but we looked at resale versus trade values because, of course, if if you're going to uh, trade your car in or sell it to a dealership, it doesn't matter who, they're going to flip it. It's not like you're going to take it home, Todd, and it's going to go into your garage and, and your kid or whatever's going to start driving it. Um, but when it comes to trades, um, is is there anything that's not on the table when it comes to a trade because and I ask you this because there's a motorcycle sitting right outside my door here in the service lane. Is is vehicles in general, or does it have to be a truck, a car, or anything? Or what? Tell me what you're look, what 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 do you look for in a trade? And can it be a motorcycle, Joey? Is that a trade or was that a buyer? I got that know. was that was a trade. Okay, but see, we'll buy yeah, them too.
1: To me. You know what I mean? So any opportunity that we get. Um, we're gonna we're gonna buy something, right? So, but as far as trades go, Joey, I will talk about anything. We will talk about anything, right? It it could be a grain trade. It could be What's a, a grain trade. Uh, so a grain trade is when somebody's got grain right at the elevator and corn they will, and stuff. Yeah, they will trade that for a vehicle. That's the very very brief version of it. That's an
0: old school way. That's that's, that's yeah. That's but the we'll old, do that old here. way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Really. Really? We will literally cattle. cattle I mean, there's motorcycles,
1: boats, Joey, I'll entertain anything. We'll talk about anything. Um, th- there really hasn't been too many times where it's came up and we haven't traded for it. We've traded for bicycles. Um, so
0: nothing is off the table. Yeah,
1: no, nothing's off the table. And shout out to Josie on trading for a bicycle. But you know, we, we, we will literally trade. We will literally trade for anything, you know, um, camper. We got a camper setting out here right now. Um, we've got another one coming in on Thursday. Well, today is Thursday, so we got another one that'll be here today from Carrollton, Missouri. Um, that's a camper trade. Um, it's just, yeah, we'll, we'll literally enter land houses. We will trade. If it's got some kind of monetary anything.
0: value, and it's not breathing. It is definitely right. Like I have a full blood uh, old English bulldog. Can I trade him? you could possibly trade him, right? So here's, not going to. here's another thing to consider, right? We have 154 employees at this dealership. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If the word gets around that we're getting ready to trade for a pink polka dotted pony, right? Yeah. And it's not worth anything, but somebody at the dealership really, really, really wants it. Yeah. Guess what? We're probably gonna figure out a way to trade for gotcha. it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll entertain about anything.
0: And this and trade does not, uh, does not coincide. I remember your answer from earlier. It, it should be separate than what your down payment is, correct? not necessarily Does the bank. Look at a trade, look it down or what are they?
1: Yeah. No A bank looks at a trade that uh, trades good. Okay. And so if you have a a current loan on your trade and you're willing to trade it in and buy another vehicle and you're going to have another loan when they've got that trade there, they're going to see that relief from the payment that you're paying on your trade now to pay for the new car. Right. If you have that vehicle and you're not going to trade it in, will they see an additional open auto or additional auto loan? Gotcha. Uh, So they're going to look at that a little bit differently. So talk about equity in the trade. If you have a trade and let's say that you owe $20,000 on it and the vehicle's worth $30,000, so you're going to come to the table with 10 grand down, that's a double, it's, it's good, right? Yeah. Because now, now you've got cash down and you're
0: trading an open auto. So in a scenario, before we go, right? In a scenario, if I, w- I want to go to the lot, the dealership, Gary Crosley Ford, and I'm going to get me a vehicle. Used, new, it doesn't matter. And I'm looking at my beater sitting in my driveway. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get more than $2,000 for that thing but I want to at least have $3,000 down, right? I've got $500 in my pocket. Should I go ahead and just start throwing a mower in the back of that car and maybe grab something else in that uh, around? that, like maybe hook my boat up and bring that down and just get it all appraised? Why not? Okay. So yes, hands down. Yes. I've learned that today. Yes. I've been curious because I've been coming by Gary Crosley Ford for a long time. Why is there a camper here? Why is there a motorcycle outside? You know, and yes. that's the reason is that it's, it's basically, when it comes down to it, it's the old school, I mean way back in the old days of bartering and trading, right? Yes. I'm gonna trade you silk linens for your uh, corn seed or whatever, and that's yes. how it works. We just, our, our linens happen to be vehicles. Yeah. That and is that, crazy.
1: That's what, yeah, and that, that, that interests most of us probably at, the, at this store is the old days, right? The barter and trade system, hmm. so we're all for it. How much could I get for my kidney? Your kidney? Well, I have to do some research on that one because
0: I don't <laughs> but know. It's not off but the table. it's not off the table, Joey. All right, this has been a uh, uh, Ask a Car Dealer. Todd Gentry, thanks a lot, man. I know it's coming up to the end of the month, which we I'd love to talk about that on a future episode of what the end of the month means to a car dealership and yeah. why is it so frantic. Um, meanwhile, the rest of you, you can uh, send your uh, questions into Joey at GaryCrosleyFord.com dot com or uh, uh, look for the email that's attached to whatever uh, platform you're listening to this podcast on.